was just thinking about you. Get a take on the world from the founder's point of view. You're listening to Randall's Thoughts on HBCU Pulse Radio. Yes, so on today's Randall's Thoughts, I'm not even going to hold you. I am lit. I am excited. And you want to know why I'm excited? It's June right now. The fall is coming up. I'm an HBCU graduate. I own HBCU Pulse, and I'm fully vaccinated, by the way. Shout out to me. Hold up. Shout out to me. I'm fully vaccinated. I am in suits. I'm fully vaccinated as of last Saturday, right? So I'm ready for the football season. And you know what I'm ready for? I'm ready to see Deion Sanders make it happen on the football field, see him finally get his players, and see what he's going to bring to the swag. But I want to talk about this, though. I don't even want to talk about the on-the-field dynamics. I want to talk about off-the-field and the fact that the Deion Sanders experiment is working. Deion Sanders has brought us increased interest in the nation around HBCU football. You've seen more nationally televised games. You've seen ESPN. They put the Alabama State-Jackson State game on ESPN, you saw the Grambling versus Jackson State game. That was a classic. Both games were a classic. The Grambling-Jackson State game was on ESPN, too. You've just seen so much attention around the swag now that Deion Sanders is there. Plus, you have those powerful blue blood HBCU institutions. Then also, do we even need to talk about the new Pepsi deal that Deion Sanders helped facilitate? Man, Deion Sanders coaching at Jackson State has been a blessing. But we should talk about why it's been a blessing. Deion Sanders has always been great throughout his whole entire career with the Falcons, with any team he's been a part of. Deion Sanders knows how to bring attention. He knows how to use his platform to get folks to look at him. Well, guess what? He's using that platform to bring light to HBCU issues. A key point. He made this tweet this weekend. Seeing one of my linemen getting dressed in the locker room for work after a tough 7.15 a.m. workout, strength, and conditioning in class. Now he's headed to put in six hours on the clock at his job. It brought tears to my eyes as I walked away from him. HBCUs need cost of attendance. I'm like, what's that? Cost of attendance? You mean like what it, what it costs to go to Jackson State? I mean, I can Google that for you. What, you. what you mean? That's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about is a specific stipend that you see a lot of your bigger institutions that are PWIs that have that their players, here's the set definition. It's a stipend that's paid to an athlete to cover basically their cost of living or their cost of attending, if you will, their institution. It covers travel and food and other expenses that that lineman is going to work for. And I've not heard of any HBCUs having that same thing. And if I'm wrong, just let me know. But I've not heard of any HBCUs having a set $5,000 to $8,000 or even lower than $5,000, $3,000, $2,000 that's set aside on top of the athletic scholarship to make sure these athletes are able to focus on their schoolwork and focus on being the best player that they can be to either just continue to pay for their school and then graduate and do their thing or to get into the NFL. Now, granted, I didn't know about it. I don't want to toss my ignorance on anybody else. 
So I did my research and I said, I got the definition, but it was hard to find out what cause of attendance was. So I found a columnist for the Oklahoman, Jenny Carlson. She spoke about it in 2015. Now, first and foremost, where was I? Because I was at Fort Valley State University and I was looking at all of this. But this is what Jenny Carlson said about cost of attendance stipend. Check it out. This new rule means that student athletes can receive money on top of Pell Grants and other scholarship monies that they're receiving. It's basically to pay for extras that other students would have to attend the school that athletes oftentimes don't have a chance to recover by having a job because their schedules are just too full with, with their sport and with their school. Now you see this? I did not know what, what the cost of attendance stipend was, but you want to know why I know what it is? Because of Deion Sanders and because Deion Sanders tweeted about it. And guess what? From that one tweet, and I call this the Dion effect, right? From that one tweet, you might see SWAC institutions start a cost of living stipend. I know Dr. Charles McQuellen, who is the commissioner of the SWAC. I know he's probably formulating. He's thinking right now on how he can get cost of living stipend. And who's to say that Coach Prime didn't call up the commissioner and was like, hey, we need to make this happen. People were so vocal about how Deion Sanders, oh, he's using this as a come up. He don't really want to coach at an HBCU. He's going to make it all about him. And oh, let's not forget the whole entire chain situation where his stuff got stolen and people were like, he shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have done that. That's a negative light on HBCUs. Well, people were real vocal about that and about how they feel as if Coach Prime is self-serving. But I need y'all to have this same energy as he's literally shining light on the issues that are, that are affecting HBCU sports programs. When HBCU players not getting drafted to a lack of national media attention when the SWAC and the SIAC and the MEAC literally have contracts with the worldwide leader in sports, and you saw a change, now he's tackling cost of attendance. Deion Sanders is making his mark, and the Deion effect is working. But even if you don't think that Deion Sanders is going to be long-term, I can tell you this. Deion Sanders is here to make changes happen. He had other options. He, the Jack State wasn't just the only school he could have gone to. He could have gone to some bigger schools. He had other options, but he wants to make changes at HBCUs. And his plan is bigger than just Jackson State. He wants to bring media attention, exposure, and bring up enrollment at all of our HBCUs. Now, I can't read Deion Sanders' mind, right? But I know that this is Deion Sanders' thought process because he literally said it on the I Am Athlete podcast. If you didn't hear it, take a listen. I'm a big picture type guy. I'm looking at the whole HBCU. How can I get us on national television every darn week? I guarantee you enrollment should be up, not just at Jackson, all HBCUs, uh, the exposure, the NFL calls for these kids, everything we've already, Pepsi deal, we've uh, got uh, shoe contracts, we've got everything that hadn't been done yet. So I look at it as, a global thing, not global. I look at it as a national thing. Deion Sanders is here to make changes in the HBCU landscape. And I wish I could play the whole clip because he talked about how for the Orange Blossom Classic, he's already setting up a media situation where he's trying to basically do a reality TV show that's showcasing the different HBCU sports programs. Man, stop sleeping on Coach Prime. 
We're not going to see the full effect of what Deion Sanders is doing to the HBCU community in a positive light until four years from now when his contract is up. But I think you're going to see a bigger effect from Deion Sanders on HBC sports and HBC football in particular off the field more than on the field. We're going to see more HBCU players getting drafted. We're going to see a ton more media attention towards HBCUs. But we also want to see a change in the culture and a change in how these institutions do business with their student athletes. And for that, I'm grateful for Deion Sanders. And I can't wait to continue to support him. And I can't wait to see what he does in the fall. And that's just my thoughts on today. Tap, tap, tap in. You're listening to Post Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture.